fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? And here we are. Here we are. I don't want to be awake right now. Me neither, dude. Right there with Ty and the Weekday Knot on a trilogy. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited because Josh does the best research. Don't feel very confident about my research, but... um, Oh, now the listener's definitely hooked, Josh. Jesus Christ. Dude, (laughs) let me tell you, researching the end of a fucking war is difficult, especially the end of this war. And for those of you who are coming in now, please stop, go back two episodes and start with Dan's episode, World War Fun... What was it? Black Hand, White Problems. Black Hand, White <laughs> Problems. Start there, move along to Eric's episode, which A 9-11 Every Day. <laughs> more fun, A 9-11 Every Day. What a great title. And yeah. then listen to this one, which is going to be the third part in our discussion of World War One and just how fucked that war was. That's a tough yes, stick. Hit it and pass it. God damn. So if you're <laughs> unaware, of course, this is Who Invited This Guy. I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And tonight we are tying up, as Josh just explained, the third part of our trilogy on The Great War. It's been loads of fun so far. <coughs> Josh has is going to wrap this. Has it, Dan? Has it been loads of fun? It? it was... Where did the fun start? Did the fun start when they started digging the trenches or when they got bombed with gas or when the Germans raped and murdered people? Uh, Which was the best part? Hmm, Fun. Fun. And fun. Really fun. <laughs> All <laughs> kinds of fun. Well, it depends on which side of the yeah the thing you're on. Yeah. But this is who invited <laughs> this guy, and we're going to tie this trilogy up for you tonight with Josh's episode of research. But first, Potsy. What are we brought to them by? We're brought to you by this fucking talking stick that everyone's holding and talking. <laughs> <laughs> We're also brought to you by Mango Mosaic from Breckenridge Brewery. Um, very Breckenridge. good. Breckenridge. I, I really do enjoy that. Uh, I also have some Bee Hoppy IPA Look from Wormtail Brewery. Face. Uh, this is from this last weekend when me, Josh, and the ladies went up to Boston and fucking dude jammed out at Toke. It was amazing. Had a good time, did For just... a second, let's not even get into the war and let's talk about the war we went through on the roads oh of Somerville, Massachusetts. Oh, so quick preface to that. My car is amazing. Nothing's broken, and all I have after that pothole that Josh is going to tell you about in a second, all I have is a bubble in the tire. There is a bubble? Of course there is, I knew there would be something. I had four people in my car, and I hit a crater. How about your back left tire? Is that (laughs) It's fine. That's all right? Wow. God damn. So we go up to, to Massachusetts, and we have no idea that they don't take care of their roads. Why would they do that? New York... Connecticut and fucking uh, Massachusetts. Well, hopefully all now with shit that, roads. hopefully now with that additional revenue they're bringing in, they'll take care of the roads. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, see. Maybe. We'll see about that. I don't think so. I don't think that's gonna go to anything but lining people's pockets. Uh, but anyhow, apparently in Massachusetts they also don't have traffic laws or signs <laughs> or streetlights, dude. This fucking... Alright, so he called it an intersection all day and I yelled at him. And then he started calling it a circle. Let's just I yelled at him it, for that. Let's call it an area. An idiot dot. An idiot there's, dot. There's, there if was, you look at a map, it is a dot. 
that had roads coming in from the north, south, east, and west, northwest, northeast, southeast, and southwest, all around this thing, it all was coming star, together, one hundred feet across. Okay, it's a star. A, there's an area, a hundred foot uh, in the middle. Diameter. That's all asphalt. There's right. no lines. It's a circle. There's no lines. And there's on lines. The asphalt. Right. There's no lines. Right. No lines. There's I, no lines. No, there's it's no just lines, asphalt. There's roads breaking off almost every direction of this circle of but asphalt. There's, there's not no. A there's nothing it's more in the of middle. A oblong shape that has like a one straight side. There's nothing in the middle. It's like that end oval part of a cul-de-sac. Uh, yes, yes, it's just an open area of concrete right. that cars are driving across in every which way, Leaving and there's no signs, other, like we're there's in no third traffic world country. Lights. Dude, terrifying, and so, so Eric pulls real thing, up to huh? this thing. I'm at one of two lights there, and the other light on the other side of this thing wasn't facing me, so I, I didn't know start. what it was doing. Mine is red, so I'm waiting at it. Everyone else is. I'm watching this, going, "What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like, what are? Right. What am I looking at right, right now?" now but my sign that has three lights on it started blinking red. I get one second, and the guy behind me just lays on the horn. Yeah, like and you're look, just supposed to go. Yeah, well, when there's well, traffic. Blinking. Blinking right red means you. stop, then go when safe. Yeah, but it wasn't it safe. It acts as a stop sign. It wasn't safe, and the guy behind <laughs> him wanted him to go out into this fray of cars. Guys, no one even slowed down. You dude. must have forgotten. You must have forgotten the grand title for the people up there. Mass, mass, mass holes. holes. Oh yeah, I was They're saying it the whole fucking time, dude. dude. I was saying it the whole time, but. The mass holes, I guess it was the mass holes that designed that particular area. I said it was a fucking through. autistic kid with a crayon. But did it look like everyone was somehow figuring web. out how to navigate it? Yes, everyone else. So it was like watching was two people speak a language that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like watching a conversation, a language you don't understand. How You're like, how you the know, fuck is how that How do you possible? know when it's your turn? No, it was actually, wait, no. It was more like walking up to two people and they turn around and just start having a dick sword fight in front of you. That's what it was like. Hmm. And you're supposed Not to erotic, join. Though, I can imagine. You're supposed to unzip your pants, pull your dick out and join that sword fight in a three-way dick flap. But Well, this sounds like a 20-way dick I've never flap. done this instead before, so wait, I'm scared. Instead, you wait a little bit. <laughs> My first dick flap was scary for me. And then yeah. the dude behind you, who is anxious to start flapping his dick, starts yelling at you to, to get in there so that he can get in there behind you, dude. It was one of the scariest places I've ever seen. I wonder how much business the collision repair industry gets from that particular area that Dude. you drive through. And then... Got another car in. Where's it from? The area. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> then, Dan, about two hours later, I hit a pothole. And, I mean, if it was filled with water, you'd be up above your ankle. Fuck. It was a and hole. And it was as big around as a manhole cover. That sucks. It was just a... And you, but your road. your tire survived. And that's uh, important. It survived. My rim survived. His that's rim survived. Right, the rim survived. Yeah. Tire can replace rim. You can replace, yeah, but, but who the fuck wants uh, that? A lot of money, like a lot, yeah. a lot of money to replace one of those. I think our 
our costs for working in the auto industry, uh, we can get it cheaper. I think our costs would still be two hundred and ninety dollars, or maybe three hundred and twenty dollars for that rim somewhere. Ah, in there. Yeah, that's terrible for not, one rim. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> terrible though. Like for a rim, that's pretty fucking good. You ever yeah, seen the expensive. the videos of the OE trucks and like cars and vans really? hitting open manholes, oh. and they just flip end over end, and like their back is in the front, and they're sliding on their roof now, like. <laughs> Can you imagine being in that truck and all of a sudden just front flip? Oh shit! Oh shit! You, I wish that people could see him right now. Can you imagine that? It's and terrifying. then the bumper levers you out of the hole and you just skid on your front bumper for like a hundred feet and drop it back on its ass and drive away. Because everyone saw you do that. Is everyone Is done it? with the talking stick? I am. Yeah. Finished oh, with that. Josh, Josh, Josh man, so finish up what we're brought to them by. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, as always, uh, Dogfish Head 60 oh, Minute IPA. Told ya. Because I changed ya. it the fuck up tonight. You want to know why? Because it's a weeknight and I don't need a suitcase, right? You don't need <laughs> right. a suitcase of beer on no, a Tuesday. No, a six pack will do just Let's fine. do a six pack of a slightly stronger beer. with me. That's it. That's okay. I brought. I did get to try your Bee Hoppy beer at the hotel. It was fucking good. Yeah, it was that real good. A, you can help me with the can when I open it. All right. I like that. I'll I give you a dogfish. brought something special. <laughs> Eric, the last episode or the one before last episode? Can't uh, remember. I suggested that to you in your episodes. So okay, two so weeks two episodes. Ago, yeah, three so weeks ago. Whatever it is. So a couple weeks ago, uh, Eric had recommended while I was drinking Moscow Mules that I should try something else with ginger beer, with dark ginger beer, the dark and stormy. So I went ahead and I picked up the Kraken's dark, or the Kraken's stormy dark uh, ginger beer, and then I got the matching. Crack and dark rum. Yeah. So I did them right. So it's dark yeah. rum, the dark ginger beer, some lime juice, slice of lime, nice cold glass. Me and Josh are both enjoying them right what now. This tastes if you'd like, like one, let me know. Uh, let me try here. What this tastes like is like a spicy at the end, uh, spiked cola with like some extra it's shit. It's a spiked cola with, with lime, pretty much. It's yeah. a spiked cola with lime. It tastes, you yeah. have the cola flavor lime. in there. Lot, which could have been me. I probably, I probably went a little bit too much with the lime, but I yeah. like a little extra lime in these drinks. It just because it, it it's hides the, good. It hides the booze when you add. This to, doesn't need the booze hidden. Oh, Trust not, me, it doesn't. Well, no, I'm not a big rum guy. I'd rather. Neither am I. Really, I like rum. Dark dude. Stormy don't put as much lime in next time. Fuck. <laughs> Make yourself a new drink. No lime. I'm doing it right no now. No fucking lime. <laughs> all right. Use the lime as a garnish. It's all right. It's garnish. Josh it says trying... lime juice can be added to these. Dan, does it feel like to you that Josh is trying to talk about anything but World War I right now? <laughs> I wasn't picking up on that at all, Pastor. Dude, once I get into it, I'm going to fucking get into just, it. So. He's just going to trudge through well, it. Well, that's fine. I mean, you know what? The while people... the two of us drink vigorously. <laughs> well, you know, the people at home have now heard, you know, two research episodes in a row, so... They're, they're not minding us bullshit for a little bit to save Josh some time anyway. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode, guys. It's still going to be all right. I did extensive fucking research, and at the end of all of this research, I still don't really understand everything and everything that was going on and <laughs> why things wound up the way they did. Like, there is, you can see the progression, but uh, it's just weird. So It's right, Josh. Let's introduce <clears throat> this one properly. Let's get rolling, people, with the conclusion of our Great War Trilogy. Josh Mann, the last episode, the ending of this atrocious war. The floor is yours. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. Um, so at the <laughs> top I decided of my paper. to drag it out so that you 
could have more time bought <laughs> so you don't have to do your episode. Just cutting into our sleep time. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Um, damned right, if you so do, damned if you don't. <laughs> I called this one Germany's Last Stand because that's Ooh. really what it is. We start when America comes over and starts helping the French and British in the in the fucking war. So, okay. So, so now Germany, the big dicks arrive, pretty yeah. much. All right, so Russia has given up. <laughs> the we other already, big dick. <laughs> Uh, so Germany sends all of its soldiers from the Eastern Front over to the Western Front uh, in order to stage a massive attack in the uh, spring and summer of 1918. Um, and they call this uh, the Michael Offensive was like the first real push that they made. They named it after their patron saint or whatever. The Michael, Michael Offensive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, God, they could have found a more badass name than the Michael <laughs> Offensive. <laughs> Sounds like a guy in like the LGBT <coughs> class got offended by something like the Michael Offensive. I don't like it. I mean, it's their patron saint. <laughs> so What's he the saint of queers? God. <laughs> Dan's just coming out swinging tonight. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a saint of Shiza porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for that. Uh, all right, so there were a shitload of French and British troops in France at this time, and Germany sent... Like, Germany was slacking over there. They only had about half their shit. So they sent the other half over, and a million more Germans joined the war on the Western Front. Hmm. And they're like, while we have all this manpower, before the Americans get here, we need to stage this massive offensive and just push as far into France as possible and force them to surrender, you know, like capture Paris. Or I don't know what their end fucking goal was. What is anyone's end goal in war? Kill as much of those people as possible. Because they don't agree with me. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, so the Germans are just trying to rush things right now is what you're saying. Yeah. The before Germans, America gets there. The Germans are rushing shit and that eventually becomes their downfall but we'll get into you that. see that this whole war too you see them rush a lot of decisions in battles because the few battles i looked up to they did the same thing where they they just thought they were hot shit and just like oh we'll just fucking we're just, they're like the big running back everyone hates in football just the dude who just like gets the ball and everyone dies in his way <laughs> but eventually eventually Shit's gonna go wrong for you. So, anyway, yeah, especially when a million untrained people join at the same time yep. as you're marching across the country, like full blown propaganda mode, full blown recruitment mode. Yeah, they swing. Just, they swing that's way something too. That we didn't really get into in this podcast was the, the propaganda, propaganda on yeah. all propaganda sides. Propaganda for this war. The propaganda was on intense. all sides. That, that could be its. A standalone episode. Yeah. yeah. World War One slash World War Two propaganda. Same, yeah, the World War One we could do. World War Two propaganda yeah. was it, the kind of things they came up with. The Germans came up with to portray Jews. <clears throat> the the pictures, the cartoon drawings Horrendous. of how they they all look like they make them all look like the penguin, like the cartoon penguin from Batman. Mm -hmm. Huge noses with with hoity toity closes. They're all disfigured in like big lumps with, and they always emphasize on the nose and this like, the and they've always got chin. some kind of symbol on them showing that they've always got like the Star of David somewhere on them so they just pound into your head that Jews are goblins. Like it's <laughs> awful, dude. I've never seen anything like that in yeah, my life. Dude, it was wild. Do you think that we and experience the, Jewish the same people level are like... of propaganda today? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. After 9-11, when we were real big into war, it was fucking America, dude. You remember yeah, that? Dude. You remember <laughs> Red, that? white, and blue. <laughs> yep. Burgers. So apple pie. So much patriotism. So much life, propaganda. Work on a tractor. America, America, America. <laughs> I remember Country singers writing songs about men going to war, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's all about. Just get the country behind your shit so that they don't revolt against you while you're <laughs> off at war. <laughs> Josh um, is going to be a George Carlin too. I can't wait. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't have the flow that he has. Nothing close. But here. you're there. You're you got the same. You, you got the same. Yeah, and again, you I don't do. Practice. You could memorize songs. I don't so you practice. Could absolutely, you know? memorize yeah. the list. He spends a year memorizing his shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He's that. dead now. I know that because <laughs> I have seen. That means subconsciously, Josh believes he's still alive. Yeah. He used him in the present tense. Is George Carlin still alive? No, but he's still with us with all of his recordings and shit. Okay. He still talks to all me, right. so yeah. he might as well still be alive. He still talks to me I was just waiting. as much as he talked to me and when think, he was alive. What are we on, episode 79 or 80? Some shit like that right now? Uh, 79? I didn't put the episode on this one. I think it's 79. God, we've probably mentioned him in at least it 50 episodes. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, so back to the Michael offensive. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Uh, just a few quick things about this shit. So the Red Baron, Baron uh, oh, von Lichtenstaufen yeah. or whatever yeah. his fucking yeah. name that's was. That's heavily German. Von, the bloody von Red Lip Baron. Von Lichten Nordic. You know? <laughs> with Hermann Goering, who was in his air force in World War One. Bloody Red Baron was shot down during the Michael Offensive oh. and died. And Hermann Goering took over his air force uh, for the remainder of World War One, and then led the Nazi air force in World War Two. How dun, fucking dun, awesome dun. is that? <laughs> this guy who is a war hero already, who flew with the Red Baron, <laughs> is the head of your air force. Like ah, uh, gung ho Germany. <laughs> if I were German, I would be gung ho Nazi Germany. Yeah! <laughs> because you know Shy the people stop. of Germany had the same propaganda shit going on. Like they thought the Nazis were good. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we're fighting uh, for good. We're for over in Afghanistan for oil. I mean, for good. Except for, good. for all these good. people that you're, you know, rounding up and putting on trains that never come back. Like, <laughs> where do those people go? You know, you have to think about that when you're a German just following orders. How like, do you not notice that many missing citizens at the next town these meeting? These people all yeah, had I mean, lives. Like, <laughs> like, this little girl used to play violin and you just put a bullet in her fucking skull and she'll never play anything again. You know? Damn, that like, got dark. Like, <laughs> right, Darker than this right? dark and stormy. And that happened <laughs> millions of times in both of these wars. Like, whenever someone dies, like, we always talk about, you know, 10 million dead, 15 million dead. Every time one person dies, an entire lifetime of things they did, things they saw, things they wrote, things that, you know, just lives that they changed and how good people they were and then they had to go to war and they take a fucking bullet. It and we'll ends. talk about that a little later on, too. I got something special for you guys later. Add Josh, a little bit of culture like, into this shit. All right. Dude, like, 
how good he's doing? What the fuck? <laughs> he was all like freaked out. Remember he's like, oh, I'm not confident this episode. He's fucking killing it right now. Josh, continue. All right, so the British had like shallow, weak-ass trenches set up in this area. <laughs> bitch-ass. Bitch-ass trenches. Weak-ass trenches. Little bitch-ass They some weak trenches. shit. <laughs> so the Germans naturally concentrated on this area for their, you know, onslaught into... Uh, enemy territory. Their blitzkrieg? Uh, not until World War II. <laughs> because <laughs> at this point ahead, in time, Eric. tanks move four oh. miles an hour. That's Wait. the face where Eric knows something that you don't know. No. Tell him, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the face he makes when he's bullshitting. No, when he's yeah. about to come back <laughs> you. I'm asking and saying. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Um, didn't in World War One? Uh, didn't they shell then send in the tanks, and then send in the troops, because that's Blitzkrieg, and I believe they used that term in World War One. I'm pretty sure that Blitzkrieg was the speed with which the attack progressed. Like, tanks in World War Two could move fucking 30 e- miles an no. hour. No, uh, World War Two. Okay, World War yeah, Two. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were rolling, and that's Blitzkrieg, is that they're just fucking <laughs> shit up as they're moving, you know? And the but soldiers no, in behind Blitzkrieg them. was the style of warfare. So it's you the, bomb them first. The speed of destruction. Yeah, so you get, kill them, send in the tanks, and send so the I dare say the That's football the football term blitz does it derive from blitzkrieg? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, when the whole team just kind of pushes, what? and the one dude with the I'm waiting for, not I'm waiting for that. To that get. was a specific Nazi thing. The word blitz in German means something. Right. <laughs> to, to push or to yeah, go or whatever. I am surprised we have not yet had a call to action to get Attack. the word blitz changed because it's offensive to some football to viewers. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know they the don't French like it, so we gotta change it. Now it's just called the run to the well, quarterback. That's the thing. <laughs> Jews aren't actually that whiny, so <laughs> no, I know <laughs> they can take a joke. They've been taking a beating for like, yeah, the, right. They're like this. Nothing fucking offends you know, us. Centuries. You don't hear. You don't hear Jews complain either. It, think about all the cultural groups out there and all the ethnicities and all the complaints you hear from each side. Yeah. What do you hear from Jews? <clears throat> they don't say shit. They're like, they're too busy being jewelers and lawyers. They're like, we've got all the money. We don't need shit from you. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to seek your approval. <laughs> think about it. If you were a Jew, would you seek approval? Absolutely not. Because you'd be rich as shit. <laughs> Josh, carry on with the yes. research, by the way. This is going to be great. Great! A lot of editing. A lot of editing. <laughs> no editing. We, he didn't edit the last two episodes. Yeah. I think he listened to them. I edited a very small part. Oh, you, you edited one word. Yeah. yeah That's pretty good. If yeah, we can make it through editing only one word out, we're doing okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yep. Uh, so the Germans, with their advance, this was August 8th? August 8th, 1918, I think, was the start of the Michael Offensive. You're looking at us like we've researched your part. I think it is. <laughs> August 8th, I believe. Uh, wait a second. No, it's not. It was earlier than August. This was just the start when the Germans started gaining territory. Right. This was, this was part of the Spring Offensive. So they this was the Spring Offensive, and they fucking marched and gained all this territory inside France and shit, and they killed a shitload of people like like 
400,000 people. <laughs> and, then, and then like 100,000 of them died. <laughs> but, that, but that's all right, you know, because they just got that huge reinforcement and, from the other side. And Russia. now which country was this fought in? Was this in France? This was in France. This yeah. was in France. This okay. was, this was while they were France. rushing their ass off. This yeah. was, okay. So we went to it the Michael... It is fucked up how ridiculous this fucking war is, dude. Like, a lot of people, a lot of our listeners have not taken the time to do any kind of particular research on World War One, They don't really... They know basically what happened and that's it. They know what they learned in history class. Right. When you actually research the shit that occurred during this war, it is bone-chilling. Yeah. Like, you said that the gas only killed 3% of the you know, people who contracted it. Uh, yeah, that's, everyone that's who got true. Gas, it was 3%. It was only 90,000 people that the gas killed. Yeah, but it fucked and up it a fucked lot up of people. A lot more. Yeah, like the right. gas was huge in this war. It was everywhere and horrible. You know, whether you die or not, but like ninety thousand dead from gas poisoning. That's horrible. Yes. That's a huge pile of bodies. And, and that's yes, war across like a football field. I don't yep. know if that uh, contains the statistic for people who died gas related. Yeah, well, I think I've, that's like, just later on in life from complications. Yes. Many yeah. people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that there was only ninety thousand. There was people who eventually died from being dead. Right? No, ninety thousand is just instant dead, and then there's all the others that suffered. I'd say like uh, dead soldiers on the battlefield. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, gas was fucked up. That, I mean, that was like that was that's scary shit. World War Two was the radiation afterwards. Yeah. That was the. It, that's the. That was that's the big and scary. Terrifying. Yeah, that's the terrifying. So. All right, so. So the Michael and the Spring Offensive, still no cool fucking names. Spring Offensive, a whole bunch of shit got killed, and uh, the Germans advanced way into France. Like, they were they were really gaining territory. They w- thought that they were going to win the war. They, they had high hopes of winning the war. So then comes uh, the Second Battle of the Marne. And the Second Battle of the Marne was the decisive battle in the end of World War One, it completely turned the tide to the Allies. So, Second Battle of the Marne, the Germans launched this huge offensive that they had planned, and the French built a shitload of shitty trenches up front that had, that they had a few people in, and the Germans were way back and shelled the fuck out of those <laughs> trenches and attacked. Like, thought that that was the French front line. The French were three kilometers back in a heavily fortified uh, trench system with fucking barbed wire that was like 15 yards wide and like four feet high. Like, pictures of this barbed wire hurt (laughs) to look at. There is no way through. Like, it is fucked for ground troops. How the fuck are you supposed to get through that alive? You're going to bleed out by the time you get to the other side. So the Germans shelled the shit out of the shitty trenches up front and then advanced and realized that there really wasn't anybody there. And then they got shelled by the French. And the French fucking destroyed a whole bunch of shit. And the Germans were were forced back. And the U.S., 
fucking swoops in right in the nick of time with 85,000 fresh bodies that just blast the, the Germans and fucking French mortar shells and French mortar shells and U.S. mortar shells on this side and they halt the German advance. They stop them dead in their tracks. All right. And so this is Germany's big pushed. It's quiet. So quiet. For three fucking days. Like Jesus Christ, man. Jesus fucking Christ! Three days, they resurrect their entire fucking army on the Allies' side and have this huge counterattack where the American 85,000 Expeditionary Force goes up through the center. And the fucking British attack from the north and the French attack from the west. They box these motherfuckers in. Dude, they box them in, they split the German ranks, and oh, the dude, Germans... Oh, that's like a general's wet dream. Yeah. yeah. And the Germans, as they were making their huge push, this big spring offensive, and this is in July now, as they're pushing forward, they're rolling. You know, they're fucking moving forward, taking ground. Well, the, the stormtroopers had gotten ahead of the supplies and the supplies are way the fuck miles away and the stormtroopers are trudging on and realize you know we're running out of shit right and uh so they were pretty easy to defeat and well i mean pretty easy i say pretty easy how many people died in this <laughs> counterattack, the french lost ninety-five thousand. jesus the English lost 13,000. The Americans lost 12,000. Fucking French. A total of 120,000 on the Allies' side. How the did nine Germans, times more people die? The because they're fighting in France. Well, they're oh, in France oh, right okay. now. The French were also shit at fighting. Yeah. They had all their generals were idiots. Uh, like, and what good is throwing a baguette at the enemy? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I shake my baguette at you. <laughs> Yeah, all that artillery and shit, and, you know, the fucking drum roll. All right, so they had... The, it's baguettes. They had the French 75, <laughs> the 75-millimeter cannon that uh -huh. was, like, their upgraded artillery during By the By the end of this war, these and guns are fucking 50 feet long, I dude. Know. They're crazy looking. Oh, yeah, but these, like, uh, throughout the war, the French 75 didn't hit shit because they had an amazing gun and tartars running them. Tartars. Oh, uh, we aim up there. Boom! That sounded like a French Asian. <laughs> that was just a, a retarded person. So, <laughs> in this counteroffensive, rendition of a retard. The Germans lost 168,000 people. Dead. And I'm sitting here making fun of the French. Massive pile of German bodies. And, like, their army is, like, a million strong, or maybe even more, you know? So. You know, not a not a huge percentage of the German army, but it was enough that they decided to end their offensive and start to retreat. And uh, this this one battle turned the tide of the entire war for the Allies, who just mopped the shit up at the end. Yeah. And I'm about to get into the Hundred Days Offensive, right? So this was the Allies' final sweep back through all the territory that Germany had taken. They kept it 100% secret, which is something that was almost impossible back then. Like, people talk to people, and just the slightest mention of something in a bar could lead somebody to say something. Right. Yeah. This is the time and place and plan, you know? Nothing got out. They organized 300 horses and a massive cavalry unit 
they had 450 guns, and they had uh, hundreds of thousands of people from America, France, England, uh, Belgium. It was like a whole enormous army where the Americans sat up here in the north and west. The English were down in the bottom, and the French came from the side, and they just squeezed the entire German army together and basically popped it like a virus popping a cell. And Germany starts retreating through this 100 days offensive where they just have several battles going for the next, like, month to two months where they're just sweeping across the landscape and Germany stops and puts up resistance and then eventually retreats again. That's badass, dude. They get them all the way back to, uh, what was the name of the fucking line? The, uh, The Hindenburg line was their massive fortification that was hundreds of miles long, I think. It was like this massive fucking line like the trenches, only they had guns and they had built up walls and they had barbed wire. Dude, when I see pictures of this fucking barbed wire, it's like you shudder looking at it. It's it's probably about this high off the ground, top to bottom, and it is 20 feet wide. Right, 20 feet deep. And that's something that's deep yeah. of just barbed wire that you have to get through in order to break through this uh, defense and start to fight the soldiers that are behind so, that defense. And this, you know, this so, whole wait, real quick because something <clears throat> I didn't bring up in my episode. The fucking did you guys see any of the tanks that were um, equipped to go in and destroy barbed yeah. wire? Yeah, they had like uh, V-shaped blades on the front, and they just you know so the blade like a giant the, like a giant like fucking. Grasshopper but it didn't move. No, no. So from the top of the blade to the bottom of the blade, it would be you know ten feet tall, and it was just a V going backwards and then back out forward, oh. and it would just catch the wires it drove and just the, just the, the sheer force, pressure. Right. Yeah, the tension on it would just sheared slice them. through it, and they just plowed lines That's through awesome. the in uh, all the yeah. barbed wire back. The tanks genius. that I was looking at would go over the barbed wire and flatten it underneath the tank, and the men could just walk over it. Now, I don't want to credit the Germans for this because this is giving them a lot of credit. We talked about last time how the Germans always seem, in both world wars, they always seem like they just get overconfident. You know what I mean? Uh, So in this case, I want to say they actually doesn't seem like they were too overconfident because I'll tell you that this Hindenburg line thing that you're describing sounds like it was made... For this, this is where we're going to have our last stand. No, should it come down to really that? They're really fast at getting shit together, so they know they're retreating and they're going to figure out where to retreat to. The, and this the sounds Hindenburg like the Berlin was set up. That was a major defensive position throughout the war. And then oh, the was. Germans had just conquered so much territory in front of them right. that the Hindenburg line was way back there. Because it's the oh, perfect okay. Custer's last stand kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like this is the place. If you're going, if it's going to come down to the fucking, you want to be here. This is where you want to be with the setup you're describing, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Props to the Germans for thinking ahead. And uh, I watched some videos of uh, not the battle with like the Hindenburg Line per se, but during this hundred days offensive. And like they say that they didn't get a whole lot of video footage from back then, you know, because cameras were big and bulky, and they have uh, way more photography than they do video. Mm-hmm. But oh, the, the video film was super fragile, and you yeah. had it in just hundred days of rain. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, the video that they do have is fucking gruesome. Like, you watch a guy running across a field, and then a shell lands 
directly in front of the guy and just vaporizes him. Yeah. And, like, you might see a leg or something, yeah. but really there was just a person and then there's One no person One can only hope anymore. for just part Blood of a mist. leg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> holy blood. shit, dude. And, like... <laughs> Uh, just bodies, like the bodies in the trenches especially that had been in there for so long and nobody gives a fuck about dead bodies anymore that all the flesh has had time to decay off and it's skeletons in uniforms laying in these trenches in the same spot that they've been in for months. We I have to imagine that a ridiculously high Imagine number. the rats, dude. dude. The rats during World War One and World War II. Oh. The people talking about the rats in the trenches, it's just the worst stories ever because you hear the story like so you know the guy next to me had died during the battle i was too tired to move him and in the middle of the night it sounded like he was trying to talk and like i just heard like a clicking noise Ugh. in his throat Ugh. and then a rat chewed out of his stomach and started running around the inside of his coat jesus uh, like God, dude Wow! I'm, I'm saying, Jesus, well, that's dark. These things, <laughs> oh these kind of things you hear about in World War One, like you talk about these piles of bodies just decaying and the rats and everything. I have to. I wouldn't be surprised if the number one cause of death wasn't bullets in World War One, but infection. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, infection had to yeah. take a, a shitload of people. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we, we look at all these battles, and you gave the numbers that were combined. Um, the the numbers of wounded always outnumbered the uh, number, number of dead. And missing and in action. how bad Which do you a think lot more medical was in, in 1915, 1916, 1918, you know? Like, right. How bad is the medical profession? It's like, they run up, they... Uh, take your arms, uh, tourniquet it, mm -hmm. cut it off, cauterize it with a hot iron, and move on to the next guy. Like Jesus, we're not <laughs> going to we're not going to sew your artery back together. No, we just need to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Imagine going to war to fight for your fucking country or the cause or whatever it is you're fighting for, and like you get through three years of a four year war and you don't get to the end because you dodged all these bullets and you missed all these grenades. Then you die because you don't have penicillin on you. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. modern soldiers what a shit way to go. I'm going to talk about something like that a little later cool. on. Cool, I'll Modern see soldiers have fucking morphine injectors, like uh, aerosol injectors, right. on their person in the field. Nice. <laughs> Like, that was a medic's job back in the day, to stab you with some morphine so you could die in peace. Yeah, right? At least, that's the least you could do in a trench with dead bodies and a rat fang up your ball sack, dying of bloated, infected scrotum. The least you could do is have a little morphine. These guys can get shot in their dragon skin armor, and it hurts real bad, so they just lay down behind a wall and... Yep. <laughs> oh... Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's Blood how Vietnam more. was. <laughs> yeah. Please, they more wish. morphine. No, in Vietnam it was just heroin. Just heroin, yeah. <laughs> and uh, probably meth. You find meth a lot in And war. gallons of morphine. Yeah. Because meth's meth you can make with a lot of shit you have to your disposal, Well, right? meth, you will be awake for the next three days. Killing right. people. Okay. <laughs> That's meth. I'm, I'm, I might be pro-meth. Yeah. <laughs> if more people die by Dan's bayonet, then go meth. <laughs> right? Dan's bayonet. Is that what we're calling heroin now? Or meth? Yeah, Dan's bayonet. Dan's bayonet. Dan's bayonet. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking Dude, what's sense. been up with him lately? He's acting all jittery and he's been sucking on Dan's bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
<laughs> he's just real upset with the decisions he's yeah, made in his yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody thinks you're gay, and then you're like, no, no, it's meth. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh. Why do you oh. call it that? <laughs> uh, that's not good. That's probably worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I could have forgiven a brother for giving a blowjob, but yeah. doing meth on the job, I don't know. That's not okay. Yeah. I mean, especially if he's good at it, too. You know? <laughs> You'd have to try it out first. That's how you get all the meth. You gotta suck it out of someone's dick. It is true. The two go hand in hand, naturally. Yeah, yeah so, you don't have any teeth. Great blowjobs. <laughs> See, the problem with meth is that it's not that you have no teeth. It's that the teeth that you have... Are chipped and cracked, which makes yeah, for a worse blowjob. Look job. like the inside of a rest stop toilet. You know, like, just that caked <laughs> on done. black and brown. And that's, with a that's hint, what I'm with a hint and, of green decay, too. all yellow, maybe just solid some, yellow with brown, black, and green. Maybe some broken porcelain in there, you know. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, their teeth don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Uh, so the Allies fucked up the Germans in the Hundred Day Offensive and pushed them all the way back into fucking Germany, and we're like, get the fuck out of here. All right. The Germans were like, all right. So that leaves one of the central powers almost defeated. Yeah. I mean, once Germany falls, it's basically the end of the war. It is the end of the war. Yeah, Germany right. falls, and immediately the, um, uh, the, uh, Austria-Hungarians? What am I thinking of? Austria-Hungarians. Austria-Hungarians. Yep. They all, uh, yeah, they were like, all right, we're done. Fuck this war. Yeah. How much of my country are you going to take? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, decent now. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. There's no more Austria-Hungary. Yeah, there is, but there is Hungary and Austria. Though. Yeah, they yeah. split it. Yeah, you know, I don't know if that split happened. Split it and it shrank there. by like sixty percent. <laughs> All right. So uh, November eleventh is the day. November eleventh, nineteen eighteen, was the eleventh of November armistice, which was signed and officially ended the fucking war, which killed. Over 10 million soldiers and over 7 million civilians. Not including the genocide, the Armenian genocide, and not including the death by flu. Uh, also occurred around the same fucking time. So we're probably looking at like a 25 mil yeah. death. Yeah. Death toll. A lot of dead motherfuckers. Yeah, from, no. From, because <laughs> one faggot... In a street in fucking Serbia, walked Shot up to some faggot. car with another faggot in it <laughs> yeah. and went bang bang. Bang 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 was, bang bang. He was that a was bad it. Shot. Yeah, that was it. Well, he no, actually, he shot two bullets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, killed one hit Franz, one hit his fucking wife, and they both died in the hospital later or whatever. Uh, either way, fuck that dude yeah. and fuck this entire war, really. Uh, this was one of the most horrendous things I've ever seen when it comes to what people can do to other people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially with Not the good. gassing and, and shit. The gassing was particularly horrendous. And Watching yeah, people fun. just quivering, you know, just somebody sitting there quivering and they're like, you know, he got the gas. And it's just sitting there shaking. It's like, dude, that guy's going to die. Right. Yep. That fucked up his nervous system. He is going to die. And it's not exactly a peaceful death he's having right now either. Fucking love, by the way, that mustard gas causes yellow pustules to grow on your skin. They're full of fucking mustard. You yep. just crack them open, get a pretzel, fucking start dipping that shit. Fuck yeah. You'd be everyone in South Philly's favorite person. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Pick up your friend with mustard gas bowls before you go down to the fucking get a soft pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, He's just in the car. Everyone's holding him down, dipping on him. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So we got the terms of this armistice, which fucks Germany. Of course it does. You don't ever end up not getting fucked on the loot. If you're the losing end of the war. If you started the war and, and then lost and it. it yeah. Theoretically, an armistice is not a peace treaty. An armistice is just an agreement between two warring nations to stop fighting so that they might talk about a peace treaty. Right. You know, but really that it's was... a ceasefire. The, that was, yeah, but the ceasefire in this case ended the war. Uh, so, Germany gets skull fucked. Um, <laughs> yep. They have to, you know, an, an end to the hostilities. Uh, the withdrawal of German forces to behind the Rhine River, which separates Germany and France. Uh, Allied occupation of the Rhineland, which is the area in Germany all around the Rhine. Which River. is one of the reasons that still to this day we have multiple active military bases in Germany. Yeah, yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, bridges, one of our outposts. Bridges way further east into Germany, like fifty miles or whatever into Germany from that area, were to be under Allied control for the next fifteen years. Uh, hmm. What else we got? The release of all Allied prisoners while keeping German prisoners in prison. Oh, shit. Uh, the preservation of infrastructure. Basically, don't blow anything else up. Right. That's <laughs> guess, a good thing. I guess. Uh, the <laughs> surrender of aircraft, warships, and military material. We got all their fucking guns. We got oh, all good. their shit. We got all their guns. We got all their <laughs> ships. We got all their submarines. We got all their shit. It was fucking great. Yep. Um, <laughs> which is not 100% true because they were given a small military and a small navy in the Treaty of Versailles that we'll get into coming up after this. Uh, this is just the November armistice that we're talking about. Coming up after this break. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Oh, the most fucked up thing. No end to the naval blockade of Germany. 100% blockade of the entire country. No yeah. ships entering or exiting. Germany imports most of their ship. People in Germany left to rot. Yeah. And were German people allowed to leave their country? I believe so. Okay, so your only choice is move or pretty much yeah. live in poverty. If you're in Germany, you're fucked. And uh, I don't know, you know, I don't Why know would... about the immigration laws back in 1918. Why would we do that? Like um, This is just for the, uh, the November armistice. This is not the Treaty of Versailles that comes Okay, later. gotcha. But the that's... Treaty of Versailles comes uh, the 28th of June, 1919. So, so it's an entire, almost a year. Wait, Until... is it? Yeah. It's it's almost a year. It's not an entire year that they had to live under these horrendous conditions. conditions. But right. I mean, they did perpetuate and continue World War One. Yes. And they did fucking ruin... So many square well, Remember, the government and the soldiers did, the civilians didn't. You mean, like, yeah, the civilians, civilian, didn't. civilians are not guilty of their government's crimes. You know what I mean? And that, but and that's what blows is that when these kind of armistice and treaties happen, it's like these pricks in power started all this bullshit, kept all this bullshit going, and I've just been sitting here playing with my dick, paying my taxes like I'm supposed to, and now I get fucked yep. because my government started hey, man, you're German. Here yeah. is an easy. Uh, you know, a very clear window into World War II. 
With the rise of Hitler and saying how the German people were screwed yeah. and the rest this of the makes world it, thinks we're a mockery. This is a recipe for revenge. Yep. Land back. Yep. yep. Hitler fought in World War One. Yep. I. I did not do yes, any research did. on he, him. He uh, actually he was a victim of mustard gas. <laughs> yes, he was. He was temporarily blinded for a little bit, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. No yep. shit. Or wait, I don't know. I didn't I don't have to say he was mustard. He was. Uh, uh, what was the other one that I talked about? I think it was Marine? mustard. Chlorine gas? Chlorine like, gas. goddamn, why couldn't yeah. he just die? This fucking chlorine gas is, like, highly, highly poisonous. Yeah, but only 3% of the people affected by it died. And I think what it was, if I remember <coughs> correctly, was that it was a misfire. So, like, it shot out in the field, and uh, wind changed on him. So he wasn't even, like, heroic. He gassed himself. Not he. he not he uh, okay. gassed himself. He wasn't even, like, heroically injured. His <laughs> troops were gassed by his army. Yeah. Accidentally. Because the wind cool. shifted. Suddenly. Yeah. Oops. Oh, well. We thought we should shoot one there. I guess we should put some flags out up there, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the November armistice. And now we are going to get into the Treaty of Versailles. All right. So this is almost a year later. And now this is the actual treaty that officially sets all the rules afterwards. This is the most important treaty of World War One. The other countries signed their own treaties that I did zero research on. It's fine. Uh, Germany signed the Fuck Treaty the of Versailles. Yeah, right? Uh, so, it was signed June 28th, 1919, which was exactly to the day the fifth anniversary of the assassination of Franz Ferdinand by Gavrilo Princip. <laughs> Five fucking years later, it is signed, it's ended. You don't think that shit was like a little bit planned? You don't think it like maybe... Maybe, Maybe a there bit. could have been a little bit planned. Like a just little bit of symbolism in there. Yeah, like, it was fucking perfect. Um, so, it was signed on the central power side by Germany. It was signed on the allied power side by... The U.S., the British Empire, France, Italy, Japan, Belgium, Bolivia, Brazil, China, Cuba, Ecuador, Greece, Guatemala, Haiti, the Hejaz, Honduras, Liberia, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Czechoslovakia, Siam, the Serb, Croat, Siam, the Serb, Croat, Slavian state, and Uruguay. Yeah! <laughs> it's been a while. I didn't know that all those people were even involved in this fucking war, but apparently they were. They were. We omitted all of them because they were boring and their contributions were insignificant. I mean, I know that yeah, we did a lot of fighting in, in Africa. There was a lot of fighting all throughout Africa that we didn't talk about. And there was a lot of fighting in the Middle East that we barely brushed into with the Ottoman Empire. All right, so here's the time Just for because me to Uruguay plug donated like South 10 America. boys with spears like, doesn't wait, mean Honduras they're... is on this list. Let uh, me, uh, fucking... Di- uh, Josh, let me break in here. So, because we did... Uh, we did uh, miss so much... I urge anyone who's actually not just been here to hope we would talk shit about something and say dirty things, but if you were actually interested in the material... I would urge you to go uh, spend like 16 hours listening to <laughs> Dan Carlin's Blueprint uh, for Destruction, I believe it is. So Dan Carlin does a podcast called Hardcore History. Um, <coughs> the episodes are 50 to 55. They are four and a half, four and a half, four, four, three and a what half, are you talking three about? hours long. Oh. Each. 
Oh, uh, what was so, the yeah. oh fifty to fifty five the episode number sixteen? Okay. There's like twenty four hours worth of content here. If you really want to get the nitty gritty about the World War One and everything and people's mindsets and the way the war evolved and like really get balls uh, deep yeah. in it. At some point, we just really don't have the time. Yeah, go yeah. go check out someone who's a professional podcaster. Uh, like, I'm sorry, full-time podcast. We're full-time. professionals. Yes, I would love to We're be a full-time Do I not podcast. look professional to you over here? <laughs> <laughs> I think I look very professional. Sure does in this barely heated garage. <laughs> <laughs> Please, give us money and pay for our studio. On and... a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Where night are all, all them rich benefactors free. at, man? We gotta find a rich benefactor. We don't even each have our own fucking microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really need to... It's sad and pathetic that three grown men in their 30s cannot afford a laptop and microphone setup. Welcome yeah. to America. Yep, we can't do it. Can't do it. We all work five to six days a week. We cannot afford microphones and a laptop. <laughs> Between us. Between the three of us. Yeah. It's pretty I don't rough. have a car payment. I don't have a car payment. I can't throw down the money for the laptop. You know, I really just can't. I do have do a car it. payment, and I do have two little shitheads. Yeah. Yeah, I got the house. I got the the well, fucking oil heat. I have six shitheads if you count the two dogs and the two cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fuck the shitheads, uh, except if they're your children. Um, <laughs> Treaty of Versailles. Whatever, really. <laughs> officially brought the war to an end. Before it was just an armistice. We're like, all right, we'll talk about it. Right for a year. All right, I guess the war's over. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how it worked out. Um, so, uh, the Treaty of Versailles is the prime example why you don't invade someone else's country unless you're the United States. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because Germany gets skull-fucked in the Treaty of Versailles so fucking hard, uh, and the United States just walks into other countries with their weapons, and, you know, here we are. We are. We're, we're staying we're here now, by the a, way. On a Tuesday night, we're podcasting. Yep. Right? We're not at war uh, nope. because we assaulted other people. Um, Article 231 of the Treaty of Versailles is called the War Guilt Clause. <laughs> Germany had to accept responsibility for the entire war. <laughs> oh my god. How the fuck does that make any sense? But I, I mean, I guess that the War Guilt sucks. Clause was part of the other treaties as well. But. In this specific one, they blame the entire war on Germany. Well, that's For those of you who have not been paying fair. attention, obviously it wasn't Germany. Oh, Germany and her allies, yes. But, like, they had to no, admit. that's completely fair. They Germany's the one who started the, what started the war was Germany Austria going Hungary into Belgium. declaring war on Serbia. Yeah. Started but, uh, the war. Okay, the, what started the world war? Was, was Germany Russia attacking? No, Germany attacking Serbia Belgium. Asked, Serbia asked Russia to help them. Yeah, Serbia asked Russia, and then Austria Hungary the asked Germany day. to help them. Yes, yeah, so this is the first and then, episode. You know, France is going to help Russia, right. so Germany still declares not war on a, both. Still not a world war. It wasn't a world war until you got Britain, France, and Italy involved. Once Germany, you know, shit the bed in Belgium and yeah, walked into a neutral country. That's what started country. the world, world war. Once you have two powers on each side, isn't that a world war? No. No, it's, it's once like a good portion of the I would globe's say, involved yeah, in the world war. World War takes uh, up a lot of the globe. They're fighting on a lot of countries. I thought World War had like minimums. South America was sending troops over. Uh, yeah, know. Ethiopia was sending very you know thin boys with spears in their hands, <laughs> a pack of ten at a time. Yeah, you know, here's our contribution. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Someone get these kids a fucking pie. God damn. Anyway. Get them a pie and an AK-47. With this war guilt clause, they had to admit that all the damage and loss and death caused by the war was their fault, too. You know, so they had to like admit that they're the bad guy, which is like the best fucking part of this yeah. shit is like, not only did you lose, but you were wrong. Yeah. The whole thing you did, all your thought process, you were bad. We're not bad. just mad at you. We're disappointed. Yeah, exactly. This is the treaty of we're disappointed in you. You need to apologize. They had to pay reparations through the Treaty of Versailles. To all the countries involved. To the tune of what? Twenty-two billion dollars. Four hundred and fifty billion dollars. Back in the back day. then. Well, no, it, like equivalent to today's money, four hundred and fifty billion. Yeah, so like I said, like twenty. What was two billion dollars back in the day? To the tune of yeah, four hundred and fifty billion in today's dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know pretty much bankrupted an already poor country that was struggling from four years of war. Well, here's the thing: not only are they uh, (coughs) struggling, they're a new country. So at this time, Germany or uh, what was it actually called at this period? Not like the. It wasn't called Germany. The Republic of Germany. Yeah, something like that. Oh, it was was the German Empire. The German Empire. They had an empire. So they had a Kaiser. Yeah, which so is where we Wilhelm, get the rules well, from. Kaiser means uh, <laughs> emperor, uh, you know, leader. Um, so anyway, I lost where I was going completely. Goddamn peaches! Yeah, they'll do it to you every time. Um, so what were we just talking about, Josh? We're talking about Help the amount this, of money. Four hundred fifty billion that Germany put up in today's dollars. They bankrupted them. Bankrupted them for the next them. couple decades. Then you were saying, <clears throat> eh, "Fuck it, on to the next thing." All right, on to the next. On to the next that's right. Thing. Um, Happens to us all. <laughs> gone forever. So let's get to like the start of the signing of this treaty, right? So June of 1919, the Allies present an ultimatum to Germany. They're like, we will start this war back up and invade Germany if you do not sign the treaty. And they, they had what? Oh, I remember what I was saying. They were a new country and all new countries were, they're like brats. Right. You know? um, so they had, you know, they're only like a 30 year old country or 40 year old country at this they're point. They're the new kid on the planet. Yeah, right. They have to prove Germany. themselves. They're, they were uh, the newest nation in Europe at the time. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't remember reading that, but I do not know when Germany was formed. I, so. Again, uh, so I'm pimping Dan Carlin's hardcore history because I've been listening to it since I'm done my research. Okay. Now. Well, if Dan Carlin it's says it, it's good enough for me. Yeah, because he he read like 600 scholars' viewpoint on it, so definitely better than I know. Jesus Christ, who has that much time? A guy who does it full time. Yeah, but like, who wants to? Just sit down and read 600 scholars worth of information on World War One, and then do than us. a 24-hour podcast on it. Like, who wants to? <laughs> People Dude, have more of an interest in shit than I do. I guess, man. I'm like, enjoying I the would, shit out of it. I would want to, like, go outside for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the squirrels Dude, again. it takes him a year to put that series out. Did it? Yeah. He worked on that for a year? Yeah. Still, in a year, I don't want to read 600 people <laughs> worth of shit, dude. Fuck that. No thank you. So, uh, ultimatum against Germany. They're like, you fucking sign this shit, or we're going to invade. And they Germany didn't like, want to sign. They're pretty much like, take this ass raping with a drop loop or take an ass raping. You yep. decide. Yeah. Uh, so, the treaty strips 
25,000 square miles from Germany uh, and steals 7 million people out of the German population because they live on those 25,000 square miles that are then split up and belong to other countries. So 25,000 square miles, can you give me a state equivalent to that? 25,000 square miles. Uh, I don't know how big New Jersey is. No huh? way bigger than that. I'm thinking they took like 25,000 square. I'm thinking though. they took it like a Wyoming. How many square miles is Texas? Much smaller than that. Its surface area is 268,597 That's what miles. I thought. Like, uh, square yeah. miles is not, not as lot. much as you'd think. Yeah. Uh, uh, what equals 25,000? How many New square Jersey. miles is New Jersey? Yeah. The surface area of New Jersey is 8,723 so, so square three New Jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Three New Jerseys. Three New Jerseys worth of Germany gone. Okay, uh, that's still a nice chunk. That's, that's a that's good a chunk. decent chunk. Uh, it's probably like a the, Maryland the German <laughs> part? <laughs> a Delaware and a half, you know. <laughs> no, New Jersey's bigger than Delaware, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Delaware's a fucking... <clears throat> fucking... De- Hi. I'm in uh, Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the treaty forces Germany to give all the coal from its Saar coal mines, you know, infamous in Germany, the, the enormous coal mines, all that coal goes to France because Germany... Blew up all of France's coal mines. So France it, wants their fucking coal. So, so far, I'm not feeling coal. that bad for... It Fair. Seems, it, yeah, it seems like everything in this... Like, And I know we're American, and immediately we want to like always point out how America is usually like the bully. And punish other people. Yeah, but this is so far pretty fair. Yep. Considering what Germany did throughout this war, they're getting back what they gave. Yep. So and it gave Poland threefold. a whole bunch of German land, um, you know, that they didn't. But have again, before. Poland is bigger now because of it. But again, like I said, but the people, those people that live in those twenty-five thousand square miles, yeah, those as, people, as of this, yeah, war? yeah, after this, it's its own country instead of part of the German Empire. Yeah, yeah, right, but so they didn't get uh, they didn't get land; they became their well. Own. Germany. Yeah. This is the so. other major thing: is that Germany was required to renounce sovereignty. Over all of its colonies. Germany had colonies everywhere, all over the world. It was, probably the second, it was, probably, it was probably second to England, wasn't it? In terms of, like, a, like your, when it comes to European countries that had colonies, we always know England had the most. England, England owned yeah. everyone. But Germany had to be a number Dude, two. France Germany had all was of in there, Canada. Man. That's right, I forgot. France, well, did, France had... Almost all of Canada, there was some space. Right, so they they, they might win in terms of they might win in terms of landmass over Germany, but if you just go raw number of colonies, like even the landmass doesn't equivalent. Like yeah. Germany well, had to have been like probably a number two or a three to England uh, with how big their empire was. Smaller, the Togoland and Cameroon yeah, three, went right. to France. Rwanda and Urundi went to Belgium. German Southwest Africa went to South Africa. German East Africa went to Great Britain. The Kionga Triangle in German East Africa went to Portugal. Japan was granted all of the German positions north of the equator, and Australia got everything south of the equator, except for German Samoa, which was given to New Zealand. Huh. So, like, Germany had places all over the fucking place, and they all got divvied up between the Allied And powers. that's all changed. And Germany was pissed. And that's well, all changed no, a shitload so since... If you look at this like a poker game, the end of the war, Germany went, I'm all in. And yep. guess what? You lost. Yeah, yeah. You went all in on somebody that had. It uh, sucks to be a citizen a in that country. Fair, you know, the <laughs> citizen in that country, it sucks. But for the fucking government and the power structure, go fuck yourself. You you lost. What year was the Treaty of Versailles signed? 
1918. So, for those of you paying attention, this great war we've been researching was 100 years ago. 100 years ago. The treaty 100 was years Over 100 ago. years because it was June 1919 that it was signed. So, oh, that's coming up on the 100-year anniversary of the signing of the Treaty of Versailles. June yep. and I think we should get drunk. June what? June 28th. Oh, not my birthday. You guys want to get drunk for the Treaty of Versailles? Yeah, let's fucking get together and be like, 100 years! And yeah, woo! watch World War One documentaries and get drunk. <laughs> Stop, we gotta do that for World War Two because there's no good World War One movies that I know of. Yeah. How come they haven't made a good World War One movie yet? Yeah, with like, you know, horrible, horrible trench warfare. Probably because that shit is coming again. And they don't want people to be terrified of it. It's not going to happen. We pu- we push buttons. And yeah, yeah. Right. Trench so. warfare is so <laughs> never 1919. So 100 years ago. <laughs> so 2000 and late. Um, so naturally, and I'm going to get into more of what the Treaty of Versailles did to Germany later. Um, but naturally, Germany did not want to sign this fucking treaty at all. And they sent a telegram over, be like, you know, can we make some changes to it? And, you know, we no. can't sign it as it is. No. And they but got I a telegram back. I don't want to sign it this way, Germany. <laughs> they got a telegram back that said, if you do not sign the fucking treaty, you will we go will time invade out. your country in 24 hours. So, Which is great, because they gave, uh, I believe they gave Russia... 72-hour notice to stop forming their armies. So within three days, uh, at the beginning of the war, they told Russia, stop building armaments. Stop gathering your forces right now. And we will leave you out of this war. Otherwise, we're going to declare war on you. Yeah. So same shit. You can sign this or you cannot sign this and we will kill and we'll kill we will all. fuck your shit up <laughs> well that's i mean now think about it. you're the country's leader at that time you're the one responsible for having to make this decision at the which, end of the which by day. the way is yeah. no longer kaiser wilhelm so like yeah, and, yeah, no and you have to think about it what, what the fuck would you do you're responsible for an entire nation of people this is the choice presented to you what do you choose yeah, I mean, you choose the ass raping on paper because the ass raping on paper doesn't include the American army just washing through your civilians and your streets and just fucking that you up That is very true, but Germany was fucked afterwards for a long time. True, but I'm saying though, you're I'm saying country. if you're the leader, what decision would you make? I mean, I would fucking sign it, dude. Yeah. When I'm yeah, fighting I mean. a war, I know I can't win. Yeah. You have to world. surrender. You have to. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to fight to the last man for no reason. I think our history. I think about it. I think American history in the last hundred years. Like I'm not a big fan of American history during like the revolutionary, like the late 1800s. Other than the Civil War, it's boring. <clears throat> Textile mills and steamboats. Like I don't give a fuck. And Alexander Graham Bell and shit. Like I don't know. It doesn't interest me. But I love American history in the last hundred years. The last hundred years has been really. I know it sounds sick to say. Cool. It's been it's been a fucking. And it it's starts ha- with the Great Depression. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll probably end fucking with one a. too. Yeah, yeah, most likely it yeah. will. <laughs> and we'll all die of starvation. Can't uh, wait. So, German military restrictions. It's fucking amazing. They decimate Germans' army. Germany could have an army of no more than a hundred thousand men. In a maximum of seven infantry and three cavalry divisions, and this is really for self-defense. That is the only thing that 100,000 men are going to be able to do. Because Germany lost 168,000 men in one battle. Right. You know, 
100,000 uh, men to quell uprisings in your own country. 40,000 men in another battle. They yeah. lost uh, 0.6 million in another battle. Yep. Yeah, would they lose like 3 million, 3.5 million, Germany? Germany? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was more than that. Even more than that? I they think got so. fucked up real bad. Yeah. Because the they French lost tried the to most. conquer the entire continent. Yeah. Why did they do that again? <laughs> uh, 1914 is when they started trying to do it. When was the second time they did that? <laughs> And fucked up again. 1938, 1939. Uh, so, other military <clears throat> restrictions. Um, civilian staff supporting the army was greatly reduced. So, they didn't have as many like clerks and people doing the paperwork right. and things for all the shit that they wanted. Uh, the police force of Germany was reduced to pre-war size. I guess that they had grown their fucking police force because they love being at war with their civilians as well as with other countries. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a big thing they were into. Uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was in 1944, man. Um, the Rhineland was demilitarized. All fortifications in the Rhineland and 30 miles east of the river were to be demolished. And new construction was forbidden. Verboten. Verboten. Was. What does the word? I know this is World War Two, but what does the the word Reich translate to? What does it mean? Uh, you know. No. R e i c. I expected one ship. I expected between Captain History over here and Doctor Autism, you guys would have an answer for me. I don't know. I know what the word means, but I'm so far from it that I'm not going to make my. I was wait like I was looking at Josh when I asked the question. I was waiting for you to cut me off with the answer before Josh would have a chance. Nah, sorry, dude. I don't know what Reich means. Uh, all right, well, I'm gonna I know look that, that up. Kampf means either life or struggle. Struggle, yeah. Mine, Kampf, yeah. To me. My life, my um, struggle. I yeah. think Reich is the uh, empire, or, you know, like. Um, but I'd say so empire is good. Regime. Fifth regime, yeah. yeah, Reich regime. Reich yeah. regime, reign, the, it's all the yeah. same the thing. The fifth coming. Right, okay. This Rulership. Is... Uh, Germany was banned from the arms trade, which is fucking huge. Right. Yeah. Not allowed to manufacture weapons when they do eventually become uh, able to manufacture some weapons. They are strictly regulated. And uh, they are banned from uh, the production or manufacture of chemical weapons, armored cars, tanks, military aircraft, uh, flamethrowers, poison gas, like just, you know, all Everything. They are not allowed to Stop even Stop making that. shit that hurts people. I want a hunting rifle. <clears throat> One bullet at a time, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Which is great because, you know, they can't make tanks anymore, they can't make aircraft anymore, but somehow they get that Luftwaffe set up and they got all those, those fucking panzers that they got for World War II. It's funny how they did that. Not to mention one of the strongest standing armies in the entire world that was outfitted to the nines with the best weapons yep, yep. in the you world. You want to know how they did that? They didn't fucking listen to the truth. They didn't listen to it. Yeah. They found every loophole and every possible way to get around it. It also seems like we weren't keeping... The Germans are eyes in control! <laughs> but I'll tell you this, it was definitely seems like we had we, we signed this big treaty with all these clauses and we fucked this other country, even though they deserved it. And then we like didn't keep an eye on the treaty. Yeah, it's like a parent. Yeah, we did for like a like ten years. It's like know? a parent after ten years. We're like, oh, it's like a parent says, "Go right. to your room," and then never turns their head around to see if the kid actually went. They just go, "Go to your room. Don't even look back. Just keep looking at the TV." How well do you think that little kid's gonna listen? No. All you did was say, "Go to your room." You need to enforce that shit. Yep. So you can kind of like to be honest with you, I'm a little upset that we got that far in World War Two. 
without getting involved. That's oh, I'm sorry, not a little upset. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, because it was going on for that long. We lost in World War One uh, to the same goddamn enemy doing the same goddamn thing. Right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. German Navy limited to thirty six ships. That's all <laughs> that, they could have. That's not. That's not a navy. That's a swim in a bathtub, dude. That's a swim <laughs> like, in the navy. That's no playing with submarines. my rubber ducky. <laughs> no fucking submarines. Don't make wah, any submarines. Wah. No mas U-boat. Mm. Turns out the U-boats were no effective in World War II. This is the no more U-boats for you clause. Yeah. <laughs> Sign it, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, the manpower of the entire navy was not to exceed 15,000 men including people who manned the fleet, uh, who ran, like, the coast defenses for the country, the signal stations, the administration, the officers, and the men of all grades and corps. After limiting... 15,000 people. After limiting the Navy to 36 ships, I would have loved if they limit the number of staff to 35 people. That would have been fucking great. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yep. You have 36 ships and 35 captains. Yep, let's That's see you drive the other ship. <laughs> Germany ended up decommissioning 108 ships and converting 32 into, like, regular merchant vessels. So they lost uh, over 140 ships out of their navy, and they were left with 36. Do you know how long it takes to make one of those? Yeah. Like, beginning to end with... Months up, up Back to a then, thousand yeah. people working on it. Months or a year? Nearly a year. Years? Is it years? Yeah. yeah. Maybe? I mean, it's Nearly not, a year. Doesn't take that long today, but back then? Yeah. Yeah, today it does. But with bigger ships. Yeah. Well, right, okay, fucking, like, ships, when they right. make a new cruise ship, that's like two and a half years. When they right. make a new nuclear powered aircraft carrier, it takes a little while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes some time. Yeah. They haven't perfected the robots yet. Um, so, uh, all the aircraft were to be handed over to the Allies, and the Air Force was to be decommissioned. Now, this is really kind of the end of my actual research. I do have some other things that I'm going to mention. No, no, go for it. But, just from the things that I was, what, what I was watching, I wasn't writing shit down, I was just watching this shit, and it was how Germany got around the Treaty of Versailles. They had... All kinds of these backdoor deals with the Russians were like, we'll build this shit for you if you let us build some airplanes here and train fighter pilots. And we'll build some shit for you over here if you let us bring some tanks in here and practice with them and shit. They were, they had an entire fucking aircraft building assembly in Sweden. Fucking Sweden just allowing them to have a massive assembly line of German aircraft, and they ended up building up... No, 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 no. They weren't German aircraft. Oh, yeah, they were yeah. Swedish. They were Swedish aircraft. They were, they were Swedish aircraft Swedish that the Swedes aircraft. didn't own. No, Swedes didn't own them, didn't build them, didn't touch them. Probably they were unregistered them. aircraft. Hmm. Yeah. You can have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. You have a lot of and, fun with unregistered aircraft. <laughs> and when it Think comes... about the implications. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's unregistered. Yeah. <laughs> if you try and jump out the door, you will most definitely die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty and guaranteed. When it comes to the massive assembly of humans that they had in order to fight World War II, um, they had 100,000 soldiers... And a whole shitload of reservists. Millions of reservists. 
that are not part of the acting military. You know, they're but not, they're training. They're there. They're, they're 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 absolutely part of the active military. But on paper, they're not part of the active military. They're just reservists. They're not, you know, just in case they're. they're and the Allied powers, like, you know, paid attention for about 10 years and then started not giving a fuck. And that basically is what caused World War II. Germany makes amazing shit. So well, Germany calls everyone well, after no, the treaty. FIFA make you a great message. Do you, know, uh, do you know why we stopped paying attention for 10 years? What was 10 years after 1919? The Great Depression. Right. We don't Shit. have time yeah. or resources to pay attention to what everyone else is doing. The Germans are like, oh, we're those stinking Americans. We have hundreds of people <laughs> in line for hours at a time just to They're get a loaf of bread. They're waiting to buy bread. Well, yeah. They're waiting <laughs> for their bread. They're waiting for the bread. Now is the time now to strike. Now is the time to strike. <laughs> Take over Europe. Seekheil! <laughs> what Germany completely forgot was that America's dick gets so hard, like war is Viagra. Yup. Because the Great Depression happened, and they're like, oh, we're like, oh wait, how do we create jobs and make money? War! We join in the war! Yeah. <laughs> Stick your yeah, nose man. somewhere that it doesn't belong again. A day that will live in infamy. You mean the time that you paid the Japanese to bomb us yeah. so we can get in the war? <laughs> We promise we won't nuke you until the very end. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese definitely didn't know about the nuke clause in the yeah. agreement they signed. Yeah, no, it's, it's the conspiracy theories on that crack me up. It's like, dude, Japan got fucking nuked twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking nuked Japan twice. Oh yeah, no, we totally paid paid off the Japanese. To, you know, buy a bunch of planes from them so we could bomb ourselves and fucking yeah. kill, how like, 20,000 soldiers? We killed, oh, it was at a Pearl lot Harbor? Of people, yeah. At Pearl Harbor, it was a lot of people. A lot of people died at Pearl Harbor. I don't Harbor. think it was 20,000, though. I it, think was it, was, a, it was an astonishing number. Like, I, think it was I remember saying. 11, dude. I think I, it was like 1,800 or something like that. Which is still a an enormous house sized pile of bodies. You know, that's a lot of dead people. So, obviously, we will be getting to World War II at some point in time. I uh, just don't expect it anytime soon. Yeah, no time recently, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck researching war, man. I mean, I love researching war, and it's so interesting to just sit down and veg out and watch, but when you actually have to, like, retain then all the shit and the names and dates... The names and dates are what really get me. Well, I will say this. I do think that the next time we research a war for the people, that we're probably going to do like more of an ancient war. Something a little more where it's more broad shit to... You know what I mean? It, you don't have the same details because they didn't record the Columbus same. shit. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking like Roman Empire wars. That's what I want to fucking look up, dude. I want to look up some wars from that fucking time. That shit's probably... The Huns. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's probably badass. And but, also what we should do is probably not split the war into three parts and each take one for our own episode. Uh, I think it's better if we just like, you know, all research the war in general. <coughs> and then have and talk one, over each other for two hours. Have one two-hour episode about it we, and move along. We can definitely all research the same war, Josh, and then have Eric interrupt and correct us the entire episode. Or if it's all exactly. fucking bullshit and there's exactly. a history major out there who's like, these guys are great. This That's is fucking bullshit. This guy's just bullshitting. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Next time we do... Okay, we need to one time without him knowing which time we're doing it. We need to research. Yeah, an episode, research. Right? Let him do research on his part. 
and us make shit up and see <laughs> if he believes our bullshit. We'll go a whole episode of made up facts and see if at any point, and if he goes, <laughs> no, and if he agrees with anything we say, we'll know that he's always, when he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I've read that. I've read that. No, you fucking did because I made it up. <laughs> yeah, state your source. Yeah, state your source. <laughs> Mine's called made up bullshit. <laughs> Oh fuck! So what uh, else you right, got, John? All right, man? all right. So, so to finish this episode off, I'm just gonna do a couple of quick things that uh, you know struck me as I was doing the research. By all means, tie it up. Uh, so American soldiers were called doughboys, and nobody knows why. It could be you know a bunch of different fucking. Most reasons. people think it's the uniform. The uniform, or like the the insignia, or it could be you know there there were a bunch of things that I saw that it could be doughboys. We were called doughboys. Uh, very um, cool. Which you know is why the Pillsbury doughboy looks like he's a you know a naval captain. Yeah, he's got okay. the hat, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. good shit, good shit. You know who else looks like that? Doughboy's got a chef's hat on. Yeah, you're thinking the Stay oh, Puft yeah, Marshmallow the Man. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man has that fucking hat. Yeah, that's why the... is he dressed like a sailor? Don't you remember that from he's Dude, gay. fuck you, you dress like a sailor. Dude, he's gay. that's in <laughs> that's in Ghostbusters. He's like, we're going about this all wrong. This Mr. Stay Puff's alright, he's a sailor, he's in New York. We yeah. get this guy laid, we don't have any problems. You're right about that. <laughs> God damn it. So uh, uh yeah, so it can't have anything to do with Pillsbury. Okay. Uh proven wrong. Uh, so throughout the course of the war, or at, you know, the last year of the war, fifty thousand American troops died in combat. Sixty two thousand American troops died from the flu. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so there flu you go. killed more than the war. Darker um, less lime this time. When America was staying neutral, kids, you know, like like uh, our age and younger, you know, fucking like college age students and shit were furious that we weren't joining the war. They were seeing all this propaganda about the, uh, you know, the villainous Hun and, you know, the, the, the Bosch and shit. Right. So, uh, and all the horrible things they were yeah, doing. Germany was really bad <laughs> at propaganda during World War One. They yeah. didn't fire back at all. No. They're like, what is this? Well, I'm sure they had propaganda in Germany. Not good. It no. was not good propaganda, no. Oh. Again, listen to George Carlin. It's like, or Dan Carlin. Yeah. Uh, it's... <clears throat> Well, they like, really they, got their shit together. For yeah, oh yeah, no, they totally got it. They together had a, they had an, an they had ministry of they had a ministry of propaganda. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, so uh, there were thousands of these young Americans that just volunteered to go over to Europe and fight in the fucking war. Most of them came from Ivy League universities. <laughs> wow! And they went over and joined the French army and fought in the fucking war. Teddy Roosevelt. Pushed the U.S. to go to war. Uh, he was he was no longer president, but he was still one of the most famous political figures in the world. It was Woodrow Wilson, right? Yeah, Woodrow Wilson was the president that kept them out of the war. But Teddy Roosevelt was going all around America campaigning on why they should be in the he war. He was in the background pulling a fucking Cheney. Yeah. What Absolutely. a dick! So, yeah. So he. What called, a dick! No, he wasn't pulling a Cheney. Wilson yeah, he didn't want to go in the war. Wilson did not want no, to be in the war. Roosevelt was pulling a chain. Roosevelt was Everyone trying to get Roosevelt. people behind the war. Yeah, uh, because you know Wait, which Roosevelt? Germany. This was this is uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, not FDR. FDR, Roosevelt. FDR is World War Two. The guy, okay. the the Rough Riders that rode around, rode yeah. around on horses. And By the way, ready? You guys ready? <laughs> Scalping them engines. I know it seems like a really dumb question. They are related, weren't they, in some way? The FDR, Roosevelt's? yeah, yeah. Uh, Think yeah, so. they're a political okay. family. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's right. like the, the Clintons. Just wanted to make Bushes, sure. The Kennedys. It's, it, yep. it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Roosevelt's son 
was one of the kids that went over to go fight in the war, and he was shot down and died. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, Roosevelt He's unusually had to eat happy his about fucking that. words. <laughs> no, what's great is that Roosevelt campaigned for the fucking war. All over, we need to go to war, and then his son gets killed. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. And he was probably proud of his son. <laughs> I bet he was. He's probably a good boy, dying in war. Good, but one less mouth to feed. I don't have that president's paycheck anymore. <laughs> the, the, he, was, he was a pilot, and the Germans shot him down. And when they saw him on TV, and they realized that he was the son of a former president, they gave him a full military burial. Nice. Like, all kinds of honors and shit huh. in his honor. So, so, at least they were human. And that's why America is still to this day torturing Osama bin Laden by sticking a pineapple up his ass every day, but they gave him a burial at sea and didn't show him on camera. No, not so one. That, you didn't see so one image of that they, trial. Yeah, you didn't even see a picture. There wasn't a trial. There wasn't a there trial. There wasn't. They, they killed, killed him. You know, they killed him in the compound. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Raided his compound. I'm, I'm thinking about Saddam Hussein's Saddam trial. Saddam Hussein, yeah, yeah, was just hung. Except you see, like there is there is one video of Saddam Hussein getting hung. It was like a cell phone video. You ever seen it? Well, my point yeah, is that there it. is yep. no video of Osama bin Laden yeah, being killed. Because no like you pictures. said, we're still there sticking large tropical nothing. fruits up his ass. Every single day. But so that we didn't start like a jihad world war, we were like, all right, we're not going to show your prophet's face. <clears throat> so uh, the way that I'm going to end this up. Uh, one of the people that was, you know, just a, a private who was a war hero who would spend his nights crawling through German barbed wire to scope out German positions and report back every day with his uniform shredded and asking for a new uniform. Gentleman by the name of Joyce Kilmer, which you may or may not have heard of from his Val Kilmer, being his a grandson? famous poet. He was a famous American poet who, you know, like, wrote all kinds of ridiculous shit. And he dreamed of going to war and went over. And July 30th, 1918, only a couple months before the end of the war, sniper bullet. Right between the fucking eyes. Damn, son. blew his brain out of the back of his head and ended his life forever. And I just wanted to read something that Joyce Kilmer wrote. I like it. Uh, to, to end my thing, because all the things that this guy could have done had he come home from this senseless war were some faggot shot some other faggot in a car in Serbia. <laughs> and, you know, these millions of people die. You never really think all about All these them. faggots went off to war, and one faggot put a bullet between another faggot's yep. head, mm -hmm. and that faggot was good at writing... Yep, you never think about just we talk about ten million dead. And what we those just ten say million could have we done? We just say that like it's nothing. like it's nothing. That's ten million That's lives. That's ten million so individual lives given, and sets of feelings and experiences. I was yes. given an amazing and exercise to show how many, uh, uh, how much cigarettes kill people, and. You know, and that's the exact point of the exercises. We don't understand those numbers in humanity. We just understand it as a number. Yeah. yeah. So to demonstrate that, they took a coffee can, like a, a all-tin coffee can, and slowly poured 5,000 BBs into it, like 5,000 brass BBs into this tin can and only poured out about a quarter of it and were just... 
steady pouring BBs into this. And I don't mean like dink, dink, dink. I mean... And that's by and, thousand. And yep. they only poured about a quarter of it out, and it takes about a minute and a half. Right. So about 1,250 BBs, and it takes a minute and a half at, I would say, 50 per second. Right. Uh, you know, I, that may be bad math, but that's what it sounds like. It's it, Once you put a sound or a sight to it, it really changes the way you view that in perspective. So I've always tried to hold on to that memory as, like, every time I hear big numbers and it involves death or suicide or, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, hold on to that feeling of that's not just a number. Each one of those clicks that I heard was a person. Right. You know, so it, it kind of gives you a little... And I'll give you another here. way to look at it. What did we say? 27 million civilian soldiers, everything. Missing uh, 18 million. 18 million. Okay. Yeah. 18 million. Philadelphia is just under 2 million people. That's <clears throat> nine Philadelphias. Take yeah. nine Philadelphias worth of people off the fucking planet. Yeah. In five years. Take one LA off the 18 million, I think, is uh, the population of New Jersey. Pretty it sure is. we're at 18 million. No, maybe eight. No, eight. Maybe it's eight. It's million. eight. It's so eight. Two LA. New Jersey's oh. and uh, Philly. LA's 20 yeah. <laughs> some million right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Holy shit. Damn. Um, wow, take LA. half of LA off the planet. Yeah. But yeah. That's a lot of people. Yep. So. million, dude? Really? LA's million? enormous. Fuck. LA is enormous. Wow. Damn. So, anyway. So I'm going I'm to finish it up. Let's hear it. All right, so anybody who knows Joyce Kilmer knows what I'm going to read. His poem is called Trees. It's short and it's sweet. I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree. A tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the the sweet earth's flowing breast. The tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray. A tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair. Upon whose bosom snow has lain whom intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Hmm. Sniper bullet! (laughs) Dead. Done. Dead. Couple months before the end of World War One, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Great War. Is the Great War? All right, I'm we done. Got, we got through it. We got Woo! through it. So, all right, one more high five. I was completely full of shit. Okay, yeah. LA's population uh, in I know. 2017 was four million. Okay, yeah. all right, that and seems a little now, bit better. Josh watched me roll million. my eyes when you said 20 million, but <laughs> that's where I'm different kind of friend pots. Well, I don't I, interrupt you. I let you believe your bullshit until you check yourself. I also, let you check yourself. So I, it's, it's more than 4 million because that's 4 million via census. Right. LA's really close to Mexico. Yeah, you're right about that. Those people live like 16 to a condo. And they ain't they pulling out it, shit. They pack it in like roaches. They, they don't answer the census. That, paperwork. That, sounds like a, that sounds like it sucks for the people of LA. If only someone would construct something in between the city and where the... Maybe they were to build a... Yeah, like to maybe keep a, those people out. Maybe a wall? Should they maybe build a wall? That that would you no know, stop those people from populating hey, that Potts, city. And... Where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> On the Mexican American border, Dan. <laughs> Just pissing, taking a piss. Just taking a whiz. Um, um, all right, so we wrapped up the Great War. Awesome shit all around. Three awesome parts of research. 
You definitely learned some shit this time around. I people, learned okay? a fuckload about World War One that I didn't know before. Yep. God damn, I'm, I'm glad we did it. We're yeah. smarter now. Yeah. We are. We're more. In, you're you're hearing us get more intelligent. It's I a learned fantastic thing. so much more about World War One than I ever did in the hours of homework that I did in high school. <laughs> I didn't learn shit. I feel just as competent about answering questions about World War One now as I would have World War Two. Because World War Two, everyone remembers and knows yeah. shit about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you do it for an entire year in yeah. high school. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you guys, which I probably should have told you guys, but it's been a. For those of you listening, we, yeah, we record this episode His a little bit late. His transition is complete. Yeah. Um, we record this episode a little bit late. Um, yeah, it's been a hell of a week. I appeared on another podcast, guys. I didn't tell you that. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, I I phoned into the three girls zero fucks given podcast. What? Yeah, nice. they they messaged me and asked me to phone in so I could That's answer. That's awesome. Yep. So I appeared on uh, episode nineteen. Check out. Zero fucks given podcast. Three chicks. They're awesome. They're hysterical. They just um, their tagline is like, "We discuss the things your mama was too afraid to tell you." So check them out. They're fucking awesome. Um, and Very cool. yeah, I just appeared on episode nineteen. No, they're they're raunchy. And what did you talk about? Um, what they did was they took terms from Urban Dictionary and then used them in a sentence and asked me what I thought the term meant. Which was really fucking cool, like oh, what yeah. my best guess was for what the term meant. And it made for some funny conversation, of course, with me. It turned into goat fucking. Yeah. Goat fucking came up. So cool. I'll, t- I'll let you guys listen to the part <laughs> later on. But anyway, so check out Zero Fucks Given. We're now a part of DCP, which is Drama City Productions. We're on a website with, I think, eight or nine other podcasts. So you can check out Drama City Productions. Just Google that and you'll be able to find... Uh, who invited this guy there, along with a few other really cool Not Safe for Work podcasts. Check out Zero Fucks Given and Small Town Mentality as well. All right. <laughs> it's a, it's only we Not Safe for Work if you have speakers. If you got headphones, yeah, just keep em. chuckling. Anything goes, man. Anything and if you're going to watch porn, dim the screen. I listen to us at work. <laughs> and when people hear me laughing, they're like, what? I'm like, I was drunk when he said that. <laughs> I don't remember him saying that. It was great. You can <laughs> our main platform, of course, is Podbean. You can find us on Spotify, on 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 uh, iTunes, or on Google Podcasts, on Spreaker, on Stitcher. We're all over the place. Find us anywhere. Potsy, where can they find us on some of them social media platforms? Come over to Instagram. You can find all of us at WITG Pot. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Easy Potsy. I like knives and cars. Yes, he does you can very find much. Dan at Danny T underscore WITG Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Josh doesn't share anything, nor does he want us to tell you about his Instagram. I don't give a so, fuck about an online presence. So where c- else can they find us then? Well, uh, on the can... twat box, they can oh, find that's us right. Right. at right. WITG Podcast. Check out our tweets. Always check out our our pinned up tweet is our most relevant shit. Okay, whenever you check the pinned up tweet, it's the episode that was. Just just released or like the upcoming episode that's you know so always check that out we've always got polls going up too a lot of interaction we tweet a lot of shit from other podcasts as well so check us out at WITG podcast for the twat box josh give them the most important thing uh you can go to google or any search engine which by the way is a pretty popular search engine it is one of the most popular that i've seen i prefer bing I'm a Fuck Bing. Bing. I'm you a can Binger. search Bing if you want. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Bing is a thing anymore. <laughs> it's I'm not it sure. I'm not sure. It's Bing still is around. still out there. Yeah, okay. it's still around. It's still there. Um, right, so then I just heard someone I, making a joke about it dying. Kind of like yeah. Internet Explorer is still out there. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I still use Internet Explorer sometimes. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, what? <laughs> when you're booting up a laptop that has dust on it? Yeah. yeah. 
Most likely. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, use Internet Explorer right before you open up Paint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I liked Paint. That was I love cool. Paint. Uh, go to Google, search who invited this guy. You'll find all our shit. If all you want to reach me, you can send an email to who invited this guy at yahoo.com. I will probably check it. Yeah, I Once check it periodically too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like Thank you. Thank you to our uh, our patrons out there too. Join our Patreon, which is at where? I always forget. Uh, it's W I T G Pod. I mean, wait, no. <laughs> it's who invited this guy? Backslash Podbean.com. No, Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Send me an who email. Who invited this guy? Send me backslash. an email. Tell me you want to give me money. I'll send you an address. And you just send money to add to that address. That and, is and we'll perfect. Be right. Every month, just put a dollar bill into an envelope and mail it to us. It'll only cost a dollar fifty-two. Because for every dollar we get on Patreon, we're only getting like sixty-eight cents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you spend an extra fifty-two cents with that dollar to put a stamp on that letter, we make more money. Yeah, send us your buck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, this is fantastic, Josh. Thanks for wrapping up the episode or the series, the trilogy. Uh, in such a Dude, I was worried about way. it, man. I was worried about the and end of that. I told you not and, to. Uh, yeah, it went all right. Believe me, I was worried about starting the motherfucker up. Pot's like, I'll float in the middle and talk about guns. <laughs> and, Fuck you. And you I went balls deep. Yes, you didn't just talk about guns. He no, had the most deep. interesting part of the whole fucking Of course, we all want to hear about fucking. Tell me about the weapons. <laughs> Tell Lock me about the, the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> millions dead. Yeah. Alright, so for everyone here who invited this guy, which is just these three assholes, I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And as always, we're here to say, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Squiggle Beans.